You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, we are going to be examining what my guest calls or refers to as the super age. My guest today is Bradley Sherman. He's the uh, author of The Super Age, Decoding Our Demographic Destiny. And folks, you are in for a treat today because if you've been paying attention, things aren't what they used to be. And I'm not just talking about COVID and the pandemic, but I'm just talking about the world that we live in generally. Bradley, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me today. This this is good stuff. I I've been reading through your site. We were talking briefly before uh, before the show. Sum it up for me before we dive down the rabbit hole on the back end of this conversation. What is the Super Age? So the Super Age as a company is a global research and advisory firm that is helping businesses understand this seismic demographic shift that's underway. And for your listeners, the Super Age is a period in time where one out of five people for the first time in history will be over the age of 65. This is due to the confluence of declining birth rates, precipitous in some cases, and a pretty radical extension of life, meaning that we're living longer on average. It brings to the force, you know, to the fore, you know, a completely different reality for businesses and one that they've never had to experience before in our history. It's it's a pretty dynamic time for them, but they have to lean into it to get the most out of it. I I absolutely love that you're out there doing this work because we see this and you know we, we we've talked to our clients and, and the people in our community that they, they see these shifts going on right and there's like this this huge middle space between um you know the, the 65 plus year olds and the millennials right we've all felt that we've all we've all heard the jokes and so forth but it, it's so much bigger than just age what 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 is the overwhelming theme here that that business owners need to be looking at and, and how to navigate this new super age? Well, perhaps the biggest theme, um, and perhaps I hope the biggest takeaway is that the world we're living in is not the world that we grew up in. Um, the, the, the way we saw our parents or our grandparents isn't the way we see ourselves. There are new emerging life stages that are happening because of this extension of human life. And in fact, Perhaps maybe the most dynamic and interesting consumer group is one that we would have considered as retirees just a few years ago. They exist somewhere between adulthood and traditional retirement. We call them the middle plus. Others would call them super agers or the new mid or perhaps even modern elders, but they're an active consumer group. They're working longer. They're engaged in their own health and well-being. They're active consumers. They're inquisitive. And on the whole, they're physically, mentally, and cognitively stronger than the generation before them. This 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 conversation right here, folks, is one that we need to examine even further. And the, Bradley, Bradley, I got to ask. Well, actually, I'm going to pause first and foremost, folks. On the backside of this conversation, we are going to examine this concept of the super agent, how you can leverage it, how you can how you should be talking about 
this within your organization so you can reach those that need to hear your message in that for those that fall in that super age space of and what that means for your business and and how you can involve your business but before we we do that uh bradley where can people go find more information about you you can find me at the superage.com of course on all major social media channels uh i'm active at bradley sherman that's b-r-a-d-l-e-y-s-c-h-u-r-m-a-n and of course you can get the book on amazon barnes and noble or your local retailers Fantastic, folks. Stick with us. When we get back, we're going to dive down this rabbit hole even more because this this is an area that I, I know a lot of you are watching. I know a lot of you are 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 seeing and even experiencing, and you're not too sure what that means for your business and and how to navigate this new super age moving forward. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. My guest today is Bradley Sherman, the author of The Super Age and founder of The Super Age. The book is all about decoding our demographic destiny. And before the break, we were we were talking about this this new space of where people are are existing in, in the fact that our world is not what it used to be. It's not. I mean, it's completely changed since I was a kid. It's completely changed since you were a kid. And and everything from technology to how we consume, what we consume who's consuming it, all of that. There's a whole new world for us to examine in this new super age. Bradley, I got to ask, what what are some things that businesses should be taking into consideration for examining this this new demographic area that we're all experiencing? The first and foremost thing that businesses have to look at is the profile of their customer and whether or not they're segmenting in the appropriate way. For a long time, you know, we assumed that segmentation was best done around age or even perhaps generation. And that's not necessarily the case anymore. More and more of us are moving to a stage-based segmentation model where we look at the way a person actually lives. So, you know, if I told you today that the fastest growing group of mothers in this country are over the age of 40, would that surprise you? Um, it should. Um, but it is also reality. And we need to look a little bit below the surface to find out what the needs are of these uh, different groups that we're trying to serve. Um, it's important to remember that you know the old way of doing business um, just doesn't show up in the same way in this new world, this new demographic reality. No, it, it, that, it, it doesn't. And I, I, you just said something that makes me go, okay, so that means if I'm in the market where I service mothers, right, young mothers, new mothers, does that mean that my business has to now wait an additional 20 years before I can acquire a client? Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're waiting 20 years to acquire, but it means that you have an extra 20 years of opportunity to get two <laughs> clients. So look at it on the positive side. But I when you it. when you speak to new mothers today, 
and new fathers, let's be clear, there's typically two involved in this act. Um, we do need to consider the fact that that the age of the average mother and father is ticking up. So when you speak to them, you know, these advertisements that focus on only showing um, the face of a young woman um, may need to consider, you know, showing the face of a woman that may be in middle age, may need to show, you know, a woman who's juggling a career, uh, caregiving responsibilities for their parents, um, but also handling a newborn or or a young child. The, the shift is real um, and you can see it just about everywhere you look. So I often challenge clients, you know, especially those that, that, that look at um, uh, products around youth, you know, go to a park, take a look at the parents that are at a park and you'll find great age diversity there. Oftentimes, you know, I've got good friends who've been mistaken as children's grandparents. Um, don't make that <laughs> mistake as a business because it hurts you at the end of the day. It, it absolutely does. And I, just a quick sidebar. I took Neva, my my twelve year old, fishing, and we're out fishing. We're walking around the pond and so forth. There was a a, a couple clearly in their seventies or eighties, and and they they noticed that I was teaching Neva to fish, and they they came up to her and said, "Oh, it's so nice to have your grandpa." teaching yeah. you how to fish and i'm like i'm, I'm her dad yeah. <laughs> right? talk, talk about a whammy right yeah i was like whoa okay i know i got some white hair on my face but come on now <laughs> right, right right and now imagine if a company's telling you that yeah um, exactly. if a company is is somehow making assumptions that you belong in a grandparent status versus a parent status um, it doesn't sit well with most people and and part of that is because you know we're 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 conscious of our own mortality um, the way we think of ourselves in our mind isn't necessarily the way we present physically, uh, or even, you know, uh, mature, mature wise. Um, but, but, but we don't like to hear it, um, as a whole, we don't like to hear that we look older or feel older than we actually are. You know, when that, that's the game, right? Is, is how can businesses, how can entrepreneurs, business owners, how can we be more inclusive in our marketing, our branding, our offerings when we're reaching out to to new to new spaces, right? Right. We, and we have to we have to start examining those things. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of best in case examples that are already out there. It's you know, you don't have to look too far. They're they're showing up uh in your targeted advertisements, they're they're running on television now. You know, two that that really stick out is really just, you know, hitting the ball out of the park these days are companies like Apple, um, which is always done a really good job at inclusion, but also Airbnb. Airbnb is just really doing a spectacular uh, job right now in their marketing. Um, In fact, there's a a commercial that they're running right now called Vacation. I believe that's the title of it. And it shows an older couple on uh, on vacation and um, with a very, you know, kind of hip hop kind of background track to the song, to the actual advertisement. So you you see people like living the way they should. having fun, being with their partner, enjoying their life, not, you know, sitting in a nursing home um, at the end of life, because that's not what this new middle plus category, these super agers look like. They are, they are highly engaged and, and flush with cash. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm a new business or even if I've been, have been around, what, what are some of the steps that a business owner should be taking and looking at becoming more inclusive in their space. 
Well, first and foremost, every business has to tackle uh, age discrimination in their hiring policies, their recruitment and retention policies. Um, There is no better way to build empathy in an organization than by showing that you're leading in diversity. And age diversity is often one of those things that we just don't think about. You know, we're, we're, we're trained to think, and rightfully so, about gender, about race, about sexuality and sexual orientation, but we don't necessarily consider what age diversity can do for our business. And you need no look, you need look no further than perhaps the luxury automobile market, you know, BMW, Porsche, Mercedes, these companies have taken age inclusion on in a major way. And guess what? People love their products more today than they ever have. Quality is higher than it ever has been. And they're not only building a new customer base from this engagement, they're extending the lives of customers too. And that's what we all want at the end of the day. But time and time again, I say lean into your workforce strategies, make sure that they're incorporating into this new population is incorporating into innovation and design. And gosh darn it, don't forget that uh, this has to be part of your marketing and communications pieces too. Because if you get the marketing communication wrong, all of this other work will be for naught. And I've seen companies that have done really some of the best in class work in the world slip up on marketing and communications. Um, And it's it's really a sad thing to see. Well, in, in, in today's world with social media and cancel culture, that could be a, a slippery slope to step on if you're not the full awareness of what you're doing in that space. Well, and this is one of the this is one of the great benefits of diversity, right? Diversity allows us to catch blind spots, and mm-hmm. and that's a good thing for business at the end of the day because we do live in a in a culture that does have a de- high degree of cancel cancellation right now. Um, businesses want to avoid that, uh, if only for risk management, and. One surefire way to get around that, or at least prevent that from happening, is to make sure that inclusion is front and center, but especially around age inclusion, because you know these customers might not fight back as other populations do, but they will stop buying. And that's yeah. going to hurt a lot more at the end of the day. Well, they're the ones that have the money. Absolutely. Significant amounts <laughs> of money. Yeah, I, I I love the fact that you bring this to to the forefront. This is this is um this is something that as a business owner, this is something that's you know co- is we're constantly looking at and examining on our marketing, our our community, who we're talking to, who we're inviting, and we're focused on being inclusive. But I know there are a lot of business out there with that wanna you know they want to keep trying to pound the the square peg into that round hole and. It, it can be painful at times. So, so what are some of the things that you could, that you would recommend to people to transition into more of a, an inclusive space to include those that are, that are shifting into this older age while still attending to those that are in, in the, in the younger age? Well, I would say first and foremost, you have to believe what I'm saying is true. And in order to do that, you have to look at the numbers because data doesn't lie. Data always tells you the truth. And one thing we've been phenomenal at in this country, at least, and certainly in other Western countries as well, other market-based economies, is collecting data on people. Um, We know exactly how many people are born within a given year. And I can tell you and all of your listeners, all the businesses that, that pay attention to this podcast, the United States has had decreasing birth rates now for seven years. 
the population of boomers has remained relatively constant. So they're a pretty sizable group of people. There are just going to be fewer younger people than older people today. So when you look at the employment landscape alone, you know, by 2030, the over 75 employment prospects will double by, you know, will grow by hundred percent, those people in the workplace. Um, whereas the total population will only grow by about 5% and people age 16 to 24 will actually contract. So there are just realities that you have to agree to first before you can engage in this transformation. Um, they should be small steps at first. Uh, I don't suggest anyone dives into this with, with, with complete gusto um, because culture change takes time within organizations, especially if you're running a legacy company. But also it's important that, that all of us uh, in our day-to-day lives as individuals, but also as business owners, address our own inherent ageism. We are all ageist. We, we, we may not be ageist, but we all do harbor some degree of ageism, some kind of negative bias against people, especially older people because of their age. Wash that away. Take a look at yourself. Take a look at your parents. See how their life has changed from perhaps their parents or their grandparents, your parents or your grandparents, and you'll see that an entire new reality has emerged. Start with yourself. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, that's that's the core of all change, right? Is where are we holding on to old constructs, old beliefs, uh, or things that are sabotaging our success and the direction that we need to go because we, we didn't take the time to stop and look at ourselves for what we believe to be true. Um, and like you said, the numbers don't lie. The data is the data. And we can either pay attention to the data or we can continue bearing forward with, with blinders on and then find ourselves to be irrelevant 15 years in the future. Exactly. And, you know, one other revolutionary thing that I suggest to businesses, and, and they kind of act surprised because it's so simple and it's brilliance, is talk to your employees. Talk to your employees about what they actually want, what they actually need out of their jobs. You know, this great resignation that we're in right now is a great resignation because so many older people left the workforce, um, either by choice or by forced redundancy. And that gave us the opportunity for a lot of uh, uh, younger workers um, to say, you know what, we're in a different, different negotiating seat right now. We've got a different bargaining chip at the table. And because of that reality, businesses don't really have a choice. They have to adopt uh, new you know, benefits packages, perhaps higher salaries. We're already seeing an increase of salaries in the data. Um, you know, We're going to have to look at different ways to engage technology in the workplace. We're going to have to support uh, caregivers um, also with flexibility at work. And then we, we're really just going to have to focus on extending working lives. Um, yeah. And that's typically done through lifelong education and, and through ergonomics. All of those things are doable. All of those things are doable. So again, just do the obvious, um, which for some people seems to be just very difficult. Look inside yourself and, and, and ask those around you what they really need to be great employees. Oh, and I think we have to be willing to look at ourselves and, and be willing to let go of what is no longer serving us. What what got us here got us here. It may not be what what carries us forward in the future. And I love the fact that you bring up employee engagement. We we have to be able to connect in with those that are making the business work right. That are the ones that are 
the 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 cogs in the machine per se that are are driving the business and the success and our ability to reach those that we serve in, in a particular way because without tapping into that employee mindset of like okay are you are we congruent here right with mm-hmm. what we're what we're doing in the marketplace is it congruent with what you're seeing or is your experience as an employee different than what we say we're we're, we're teaching and preaching exactly and you know the other thing i would suggest um you know considering that this is a mostly english language audience probably mostly american audience of people is look overseas um mm-hmm. You know, this is a novel period for humanity. It's the first time this has ever happened. But there are other countries that are ahead of us in this curve. Places like Japan and Germany and Italy are way ahead of us on this demographic shift. And you know, there are industries in in a place like Japan that have fundamentally changed. Um, you know, before we got on today, we were talking about the fact that roughly ten years ago, Japan started making more diapers for adults than for children. So this, this shift, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's nice. Cause we can kind of joke about this as, Oh my God, you know, that's happened. And then you think to yourself, Oh my God, that's happened. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's really telling about what the future is. You have to rethink just about everything in this demographic transition. It's not a problem unless you allow it to become a problem. If you're an agile business, if you're really intent on serving the now and the next, which all of us should be, you have to embrace the idea that change is inevitable. Full stop. There's just yeah. no debating it. Yeah. I I agree. We that that's the only constant, right? Is change and the, the the speed at which change is occurring nowadays because of technology. The world's a lot smaller than it used to be, right? It, it, it's happening like every. I mean, it's happening all the time at this point. Right. But it also gives us, because of this constant change, because of this ever-increasing digital connectiveness, this ability now for us to learn from other cultures is perhaps at a pinnacle right now. I mean, it will continue to increase, especially with the advent of immersive environments. But the fact that I can pull case studies from Japan, you know, just with, with, with the click of a mouse, that's a gift. And that's a gift for American enterprise in particular, because they're so far ahead of us in this demographic curve. They're nearly one out of three people over the age of 65 in that country. There's a lot that we can learn from that comes from overseas that we bring inside. Mm, I agree. We, you know, that that's the key, right? We, we American businesses can have, have had in the past. I'm just going to speak in generalities here uh, a little bit, a little American centric focused on the population that that our business serves, right? Well, but and there's there's no reason that they shouldn't be American centric if that's who their consumer base is. But you know, if somebody's already invented the wheel, why would you reinvent it? Like learn <laughs> from, learn from that experience. You know, you know, America first is a great is a great tagline, but let's make sure that American first takes the experiences that have already been done and makes them better. You know, our ingenuity yeah. is built off of other experiences. And that's a great thing that, that makes us and our businesses so strong. But we have to open our eyes to to the world to, to get there. Yeah, I love the fact that you see that don't, don't reinvent the wheel. There, there are so many people out there doing good in the world that you can take, borrow, and steal concepts, apply them to what you're doing in your sector, and, and, and watch what happens, right? Yeah, I love the fact that they're... That you that you you mentioned that because it's like 
yes, look, this company's doing this. Maybe we should do that as well. Yeah. Right. And then and it, just reverse ab- engineer it and make it happen. Absolutely. And every one of these countries, think of them as little, little laboratories, you know, and, and in some cases you can go down to the local level, uh, to cities or states within these different nations. And you can see real innovation happening, real laboratory type work, testing and learning happening in real time. And yes, borrow from it. Um, it's out there. Uh, and it's, and it's great. A lot of those examples are covered in my book. Um, uh, don't be afraid of them because they'll save you a hell of a lot of time if you understand them <laughs> and can find them. And we all need time and uh, and resources when we're starting our companies or keeping them running. That, absolutely. This this is I could talk about this kind of stuff all day, all night. This is this is the kind of stuff that actually fuels me of like examining what and how we can do things better. Um, one more time, where can people go find more information about you? You can find me directly at thesuperage.com. Uh, you can also find me at social on the social media channels at the superage or at Bradley Sherman, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y, S-C-H-U-R-M-A-N. And of course, you can buy the book, The Superage, Decoding Our Demographic Destiny at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or any local retailer. Fantastic. Folks, go take a look at what Bradley's doing in the world. Take some of this conversation to heart. Take it all to heart. And examine your business, your business practices, and what you're going to do to be able to step fully into this new super age. And until next time, go out there and incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.